is the Better Life, Better Work show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. Hey, hey, Solis. I'm back. This is episode number 137 of... The Better Life, Better Work Show. Yes, we are going back to the Better Life, Better Work Show. It's been a while. It's been either five or six weeks, and I went AWOL. I went AWOL. So today, what we're going to talk about is what if you fully trusted yourself? And I'm going to share some of what has been going on in my world, what happened, why I went AWOL. Uh, where we are today and where we are going. And I know that you are going to be able to gather your own lessons and conclusions. And hopefully some of the things that I've learned that I'm sharing with you, you will be able to pick up and figure out your version. So the last episode that I did was about the values of my business Those are authenticity, personal growth, self-trust, prosperity, transparent leadership, and self-leadership. So here's what happens. You put your shit, like you're honest. So you put your honest shit out in the world. You really stake a claim for your values and the universe says, all right, honey, let's put your money where your mouth is. And so I found myself six weeks ago, supposed to be recording another podcast and I just kept putting it off and I kept putting it off and I kept putting it off and I kept putting it off and and my team was waiting for me and I all those days I was putting it off I slowed down like I've learned to do and I listened and a lot of fears come up um, but I just knew that I needed to pause. I just needed to pause. I didn't need to quit. I just needed to pause. That's all I heard, just pause. And I didn't tell my audience. So thank you for your grace with me not letting you know. Those of you who are loyal listeners or watchers, I did not explain to my email list who I would send an email every Sunday about the podcast and let you know where I went. Thank you for your grace on that. And here's where we are today. I needed that space to just listen. And so I paused. Well, I wanted to pause my marketing team. And my marketing team has been wonderful. And they switched. They just do podcast stuff. And they were actually doing a lot of marketing for me. And so that wasn't an option to pause. And so I just let it go. And I talked to my, actually my audio producer and she is an artist and she totally gets like this ebb and flow thing. And I just said, I'm in an ebb. I'm in a space where I am being called to listen. I am being called. I just did an episode about my values. And one of those is self-trust. So what would you do if you trusted yourself? Then I would stop the machine. 
Now, please know my machine was heart-centered. It was pure. It, it was perfect until it wasn't perfect anymore. And as I shift, things in my business need to shift too. And so I, what would I do if I trusted myself? I would pause and I would slow so far down. And so I decided to not focus on marketing, not focus on creating content and just love on my current clients I have two programs. I have Solis. Probably just need to change the name of that program. It's called Soulful Success, but change it to Solis. I know I'm terrible at naming stuff. I don't care. Um, and and my mastermind clients were finishing up. Um, and and we've switched from a high level mastermind to a women's circle, a deep coaching circle. So many of you know at the beginning of the year, I changed the name of the podcast to Authentic and Ambitious. And I'm changing back to better life, better work. Permission. So number one, let that give you permission to change your mind. Everything is an uh, an experiment. And as I began to create content for Authentic and Ambitious, which I still love, I still work with Authentic and Ambitious women, but that is not the focus. That is not who I am and what I'm here to do. You guys, especially those of you who are older, I realize that maybe I'm maybe these Gen Z people um, and millennials, God bless you, young people. I'm almost 50. And so I'm at this age right now where I am able to connect the dots. I'm starting to see the dots. Not to mention I'm in the middle of writing an inspirational memoir, which is really kicking my ass. And one of the things I wrote about, I think I wrote about or I've thought about writing about is when I went to college as a freshman, my intention was to be a therapist, a counselor. And I went to the University of Texas and my first declared major was psychology. And the very first semester went from number seven in my high school class to the university of 40 people to the University of Texas. And because it was right down the street from my house, literally <laughs> like two miles from my parents' house. And I took all the basic classes my first semester at the University of Texas, and they were really, really, really hard. And it was very different than the personalized education I had received at my school. And I, t- I was so excited to take psychology. It was a class that was graded on the bell curve. I don't even know how I really did, but how the professor told me I did was made a big fat D in psychology. And my little 18-year-old heart was broken and went to interior design after that, which I think is a nice cosmic joke. But I started out knowing that I had a passion for, I mean, granted, I wanted to be a wife and a mom. I didn't really want to have a career, but if I was going to have a career, it was going to be psychology. And... Fast forward from 19 to 32, when I started being a realtor, I I never had anything about starting a business. Like that was never an off. I was going to be a wife and mom who happened to be a psychologist. I never had any intentions of starting a business. And life took a nice hard right turn. And I had gotten my real estate license and my husband at the time had just left. And so I was like, well, I'm going to seek or swim. And so I made, um, I had gone from a $36,000 salary as a teacher 
and technology coordinator. And when my husband left, I said, however this works out, I'm keeping this house and I'm keeping this, um, the dogs. Well, that meant I needed to make some money because we lived on combined salaries and mostly his. And I found it interesting. Okay, I'm just going to tell you all that. Like, just bear with me. There's some really interesting cosmic parts. <clears throat> on February 6th, I was driving to see, which is my 49th birthday this year. I was driving to see some friends, social distance, of course. I was driving to see some friends and I drove past that house that I lived in, one of my favorite houses of all time, although every house I live in is a favorite house. And that one was really special though, because we had bought it on married income and I stayed in it and I owned it for 10 years and that house was for sale. <laughs> so this little house that we bought for $280,000 was now for sale. I sold it for three forty dollars to start my business when I left corporate. I like gave up the dream of living in central Austin and that house was for sale for over $900,000. And it was fascinating to have that house come up on the market at this time. I look all the time as a former realtor. I look all the time using public uh, real estate search engines. And I'm always looking at the old houses I lived in and seeing if they're for sale. And sure enough, this comes up on my birthday and and that creates some meaning for me. Like, like pay attention, reflect, see how far you've come, see where you're going. So many dreams in that house and my life has turned out so different. And by being willing to give up one dream, trusting myself to give up one dream, a whole new world has opened up to me. And so since, since those early days, obviously business has become a, has become the primary container for my growth. So I was not able to have biological children, which is something that I thought I always wanted. I'm sure there's another time and place for the grief of that. Um, I have bonus kids, but I don't have my own children. I have not raised up my own family and my baby is my business. Business as a container for self-growth. And so I've been growing through this thing called business. I never knew that I loved business. I do love business. And I started out as I went from realtor to business coach for realtors, then to business coach for realtor coaches. And then I left to start my own coaching company. And the reason was because my clients that were having the most success in business were the ones who were doing deep inner work. Like I saw it early on. And that was the beginnings of this online world. <laughs> beginnings of this online world. And here we are 15 years later, well, 11 years later in the online world for me, <clears throat> and it's just become a fucking mess out there. It's become overwhelming. It's become like all industries become all industries. I see it. It's not just in the online coaching world. It's not just in the coaching world. You know, we used to say in real estate, anybody can get a real estate license and that's dangerous. In the coaching world, anybody can get become a coach and that's dangerous. In my brain and being, there's a difference between training and coaching. A lot of people are training and we need a lot of training. 
Um, and because I've always done really well, like I did when, when I did really well as a realtor, they said, Hey, come be a coach. Cause you did so well as a brand new realtor. And because I've always done really well, it has been easy to lean on business structures. It has been easy to teach because I did marketing at the time on social media really well. And I created a course called Share Your Heart, Show Your Work and had so much fun teaching these same concepts from what I live and practice as a possible way to market your services on social media. And a lot of that course was inner work. In fact, most of it was inner work. I've done a lot of inner work coaching through all of my my, my time as a business owner. I'm at 15 years coaching and 17 years self-employed. And... I, there is a part of me (laughs) that just wanted to be this business badass that wanted to create a level of fame, of notoriety, of help people in their businesses. And it was so easy in my brain and in the culture that I'm surrounded with offline and on to brand myself and market myself as a business coach, because that's kind of what I've always done, but really I, yes, I love business. I love, I love business. I am not a business coach. I'm a life and spiritual coach. I'm a self leadership coach for business owners. I love talking about business. That will never change, but I have got to put a stake in the ground. If I am going to be authentic and really trust myself, here's the thing. It's easy to say I'm a business coach. I can help you make money. That, that falls into that. Just that alluring marketing message that gets people to pay. I'm going to hire Allison so she can help me be rich. And what I know when I really slow down, I get it. I want to be rich too. I am rich in in my own ways. (laughs) I love making money. Money is another container for personal growth. And I am a life coach for small business owners. I am a life and spiritual coach for small business owners. I can... Certainly have, you know, I, I started to create this authentic and ambitious brand and it was, it was going to be all around this level of authentic business. And my soul just said, no way, Jose, stop, 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 like just stop. And so I stopped and I listened and I listened with the intention only of listening instead of listen to solve the problem. So meanwhile, another layer of this story from this year on is that in February, I uh, I do have a business mastermind coach uh, and I'm in a high-level mastermind. I love these people. They've gotten very, um, they've gotten very structural, like in talking about sales and stuff. And I realize what I need is I, I don't need any more sales training. Um, this is no reflection on my coach. I don't need any more sales training. I don't need any more marketing. I don't need any more tools. I need to do what I know works for me. And so what was funny was I put down my marketing and I decided love on my people, connect and serve, relationships, relationships, 
relationships. Remind me to tell you all sometime about the second grader leading prayer at Hyde Park Baptist. Relationships. And the marketing will sort itself out. And so I pulled back all official marketing and sales. And I just listened. And I did some work. Oh, what I was telling you was, sorry, not sorry, not sorry, not sorry. I had hired in February as a gift to myself for my 49th and 50th year, I hired a a personal therapist and coach. So she is a coach who is also trained in therapy. And I've been doing some very deep inner work of my own. If I'm going to put my, like if in the previous episode, number 136, I put out my brand values, which are also a part of my personal values. They're not all my personal values, but they overlap. Then then why and where am I going to, where, why am I going to even express myself in ways that are in in alignment with those values? Okay. What happened? So what happened was I took a freaking pause. I listened where we are today, where we are today is I am claiming I'm not a business coach. I can talk about business. I can help you with business stuff. But really what I do is help people with their being, their alignment, their self-leadership so that they can do the business shit. I like, and I work with business owners. My clients are all business owners. They are all business owners. I really want to take a stand for self-leadership, for the inner work of the deep inner work of business. And it's, here's why it gets frustrating because it's slow. Everybody out there wants a quick fix. I get it. We all want the problems to be solved immediately. I saw a meme yesterday on Instagram and it was, it was the life coaching marathon. And basically there was the start line and the finish line was one step forward. And it was like, come get your t-shirt when you finish. And that's what everybody wants. But if you are listening to me and if you know, if you are anywhere in this world, um, especially not brand, uh, especially not brand new, this shit takes time. And there's a part of ourselves that says, you should be further along by now. You should be further along by now. You should be this way. And we're comparing our insides to the outsides. And we're comparing our insides to, to what we see on the outsides of these big influencers. This whole thing now is like, like you can be, that's a job to be an influencer. And what I... What I want to be is self-influenced. And what I want to teach my clients to do is listen to and be influenced by their sacred self. Not religion outside of them, but by their true self, which means I've got to really do that. So slowing down and listening to myself. This is perpetually itchy for me because I do like business so much. But I heard loud and clear this morning on a walk. I've been marinating for a while, so it looks very fast. You know, I sent a message to Lise and I was like, podcast back on. Sacred self-influence, exactly. The best work in 15 years of coaching. The reason I was a success as a realtor was because of my self-trust. Now, at the time, my self-trust was purely motivated by terror and fear. 
a lot of my success has been motivated by terror and fear. And something has switched recently in the last few years. I don't have a day, but it's been shifting to self-trust, not creating from fear, but creating from holy sourced. And so this is what I want to mentor and lead and coach my clients through. It's what I've been doing, what I do best. So where are we going? I'm I'm so thankful and I have a couple of podcast episodes about systems that I have built. There is a time and place to build systems. The systems I've built for myself help me get out of my business debt. They have helped me save money. They helped me pay my taxes on time. Things I did not do early in my business career. So there have been no mistakes. There's a part of me, a little part of me that came up last Friday that was like all sad and having regret. Like that I should have done everything perfect. Sweet little thing. You, you know, you know, if you need inner work, you know, if you need outer work, you know, if you're choosing outer work to avoid doing the inner work, you know, but you just, you know, (laughs) right. But we have so many voices inside our heads that try to lead us from their various motives. They're all protective motives. And I'm really coming out of that. It's not certainly not my final cocoon. I'm coming out of that cocoon of mucky middle ground where I don't want to leave the old and go to the new. I'm I'm not even really creating something new. I'm just being really clear with myself, with myself, how I want to work. I've built the systems. And now, just like when I paused with my beautiful, that my team was wonderful, but having to create a podcast every week does not work with my soul. So my podcast will come out when my podcasts come out. My lives will come out when my lives come out. My marketing will come out when my marketing comes. I have a light and loose plan. I do have a, a marketing plan, which consists of 12 months of the year. And when I energetically open my heart and connection to enroll for the three things I sell, my membership, my deep inner circle with, uh, I have, I have, work with achievement level business owners, deep coaching. Um, and I have Camp Star Heart. And so what I have not disclosed to the world this year is that next week I have Camp Star Heart. I made the decision in February. Last year we paused it. I made the decision in February, um, <laughs> to, Go forward with camp, super COVID safe, as safe as we can possibly be. So people are getting double tested a week before. They're getting tested on site, social distancing. And actually, Camp Star Heart was sold out last year. People could choose whether or not they were coming this year or wanted to wait even longer. That's fine. But next week, I'm showing up in the room. So originally, we had 42 people coming and we have 29 people next year or next week that are showing up COVID safe to be in person. And um, so, so my systems are loose and light 
And I personally have learned to trust myself and my ebb and flow and my ebb and flow. And there are days when a marketing plan or having to do a weekly podcast don't, it doesn't work. And so yes, procrastination can be a protective motive. And I remember this teaching from Abraham Hicks that was like, and I I actually believe this, like, what if there's no such thing as procrastination? What if even my procrastination is perfect? If something in me wants to be protected and I procrastinate, perhaps it's not the procrastination that needs to be dealt with, but it's the something in me that is terrified or scared that is creating this protective procrastination that needs to be met. You see, that's the work I do. I meet the thing behind the thing. So the way we've been talking about with my clients, my clients come to a coaching session and they say, hey coach, I want new tires. My tires are threadbare and they're out of balance. And if I just give them new tires, which is super easy, super fast, then they will be back in three months with the same problem again. And what I want to help is people with their alignment, right? If I help you with your alignment and you get new tires, then your tires are going to last a lot longer and they're going to carry you where you want to go. I am changing the name of the podcast back to the Better Life, Better Work Show. I still love authentic and ambitious. I love working with ambitious women. I am an ambitious woman, but I am here not to be huge not to be a massive influencer, not to be famous, not to be a bestseller. I am just here for better life and better work. That's my vehicle. And so I'm, I, I feel no shame. It's so funny because like, I can hear, I can hear certain voices that don't really carry weight that say, Oh, you're such a flake. You just changed your podcast and we're changing it back. I'm the boss of me. I trust myself. I trust myself. And so I can change my mind anytime something doesn't feel aligned. And so, yeah, there's a part of me that like wants to be like famous. But when I meet her, when I, when I really slow down and think about the one that is so driven, there's nothing wrong with driven, you guys. I, I meet the one that's driven and I have conversations with her. What does she really want? She wants to feel acknowledged. She wants to um, feel seen. I also have a part that doesn't want to be seen, right? She wants to be invisible because she's scared she's going to get doxxed or hurt. And so when I meet with all these parts of myself, what happens is my core self, my inner self, my sacred self, gets to know what's really going on in this being called Allison Crow. And when we go slow and when we take the time to listen, it, it creates flow. And so that's where I am today. I just wanted to let you guys know that um, I'm back. I, I'm not promising anything weekly. I'm just promising to continue the conversation. Um, and I, I do want to let you know we, we'll be working on getting the podcast name and intro and outro and all those things change. It's, it'll happen when it happens. What you will find on this podcast, if you have listened this far or are watching live, thank you. Shout out to y'all. 
I'm, I may talk about a lot of things. I will talk about anything I feel is on my heart to talk about. It may be life. It may be spirituality. It may be psychology. It may be about some of the work that I am doing with my therapist coach. And I will tell you right now, um, I have been doing parts work for a very long time. And my new therapist has introduced me to internal family systems. And, and it's funny because I don't, I don't think she <laughs> knew she's new to me. And so she didn't realize like I'm such a learner. So I'm not just only being in these sessions where they don't necessarily talk about what they're doing. They just guide you through it. But in my mind, I'm like learning all about this. And my plans are to give myself the year to experience it as a client and, um, and be self-led. And then either at the end of the year or exactly, or at the beginning of the year, I actually intend to go through the IFS certification process because I feel like it's part of already what I've been doing, what is something that is so powerful. I want to actually continue my training. I was actually this during this pause, I was thinking going back to get my PhD and I was like, why do I want my PhD? And the only reason I wanted my PhD was because I wanted the glory of being called Dr. Allison. <laughs> I don't need that. I want to go and learn what I really want to learn, what's helping me and what's truly helping my clients. And so these deep inner work modalities with a splash every once in a while of, obviously I love business strategy, but I'm not going to lead with business strategy. I'm not going to lead with it. Um, I do know... <laughs> that there are tons of life coaches out there that don't know shit about business. And so business owners want deep inner work, self-leadership, inner work, spiritual work, mindset work, soul, personality work. With somebody who understands business, I'm your gal. So I don't know how long that podcast went. I don't, it doesn't really matter. I'm just going to keep being me and I want to encourage you what would you do if you fully trusted yourself? I forgive myself for, I forgive myself, <laughs> sweet little tender parts of Allison. I forgive myself for trying to be something I'm not because I was scared. I forgive myself for trying to fit in the world's mold of who who they, whoever that is, say I'm supposed to be. I forgive myself for um, <laughs> I don't know, maybe one of these days I need to do, I, I got a little bit of work to do with this part of me. Like when I was 22, I wanted to be the like the female version of Wayne Dyer. Um, and that that part was so helpful to me because she that part was so helpful to me because she kept me inspired. And yet there is nothing in my capacity that can hold millions of people. I don't want to hold millions of people. And I've told this to my clients. So my, my uh, membership at its highest has been like 88 people. And my membership is about to be 49 people. And I haven't really done a lot to promote my membership because I told my clients, I don't want a huge membership. I mean, financially, that would be so fun. Like it would, it could be really fun, right? Like, and Stu McLaren and James Wedmore and all these people and all their ads and all their stuff tells me, oh, scale this, scale this. I don't want to scale my business. I have a small practice. I am fueled by 
connection. I'm also terrified of connection. Let me just be real with you. I went to meet my girlfriends the other day for lunch. Uh, this whole going back out into the world after COVID is so weird. I'm fully vaccinated now. One of them is fully vaccinated. The other's not going to get vaccinated. But I realized like at that lunch... When we've seen each other a couple of times, but I'm so used to being home and protected, I forgot what it's like to be out in the world. And my heart was closed. My heart was like, I don't know if I can do all these people, much less my friends. But I'm committed <clears throat> to relationship with myself and to relationship with my people. How that shows up in form may change. I don't want to scale my business. I want to scale my open heart. I want to, I don't even want to scale. Fuck the scale. <laughs> Fuck the scale. Fuck the scale. Fuck the scale that my extra 20 pounds is on and fuck the scale of business. I just want to be me, do good work, make um, a living that feels good to me, that allows me to contribute, that inspires you. I want to inspire you to trust yourself. I want to guide and teach you how to trust yourself because nobody, well, no, not nobody. Nobody taught us when we were little to do that. Um, I am going to go ahead and make an invitation right now. Um, I have not updated the website, but I am taking, if, if this resonates with you and you are looking for a container and a community where there are life and business calls and our, even our business calls are usually deep inner work calls. If you are looking for that, you're welcome to join my coaching membership, coachwithallison.com. One of the reasons I created that at a membership level price was so that we could have a container for deep emotional support and connection and then go pay for a sales class. If you need sales training, and most of you need sales training, let me hold your heart and let Shamika Tankerson or Tara Newman teach you how to do sales. Okay? Okay? So... um yeah, that's it. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for those of you who watch live. Thank you. Thank you for those who are listening. Um, I know some of you live showed up for the hair. Hope you stayed for the content. I love you. I will see you online often in your ears. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.